everybody, I'm Merrill. And I'm Eric. And welcome to the Observer's Log, the show where we talk about the show Fringe. That's what we're doing. And uh, in today's episode, we are going to specifically be talking about the first season. Yep. Season one. Season one. Um, so you uh, want to start? Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, I'll go through a little bit. Uh, I'll do the season summary from the Fringe Wiki. Cool. From uh, Um, does this give an overview of what we're getting into then? What like, do you mean? Uh, the Fringe, the, is this the season overview or a, an overview of what Fringe is to those who Um, I know? can... I can give a like a brief okay. synopsis of the of the show too. Cool, 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 cool. Yeah, I'll do that first. Um, so yeah, uh, Fringe is a series that deals with a research scientist named Walter Bishop, described as Frankenstein mixed with uh, Albert Einstein, uh, portrayed by John Noble, uh, his son Peter Bishop, uh, played by Joshua Jackson, and FBI agent Olivia Dunham, played by Anna Torv. Um, and they're brought together to, uh, solve basically, um, their fringe events. Yes. Um, odd, odd scientific events. Yeah. That, that, that are all, uh, we don't know why yet, but are all connected kind of sometimes loosely, sometimes more directly. Yes. Um, but they're all involved in a thing called the, uh, pattern. Uh, and so the, this show, uh, follows these three characters as they investigate, uh, it's, it's kind of a, like a week to, every week is a new case, but then mm-hmm. there's little mit, uh, like, um, I, the X-Files term, but myth arc stuff where it's yeah. like stuff that will build up through the season. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it deals with a lot of like, um. Fringe, as the name says, yeah. fringe science. But definitely with that first season, it does stay kind of more on that investigative... Not, I shouldn't say investigative side. There's still that backstory yeah. very much tied into it. But you still have the weekly caper kind the, of a feel for... The cases definitely are more forward in the earlier seasons. And then yes. just as we build more mythology on it, we can have episodes that are really myth mythos heavy right while the while the fringe case doesn't need to be as quite important it's, it's it's still every also ep- the focus changes and things like that yeah you know? oh yeah um so the uh the basic summary for season 1 um is uh fringe follows the exploits of Olivia Dunham, Walter Bishop and his son Peter as they investigate uh aspects of fringe science all over the world, a series of, of apparent experiments collectively referred to as the pattern, e.g. a newborn baby who rapidly ages and dies within a few hours, or a bus full of passengers trapped in a strange substance like mosquitoes in amber. Um, but yes, the, uh, those events are occurring uh, for reasons unknown. Olivia, Peter, and Walter are in charge of investigating these strange events to determine their source. Uh, connected to the pattern is a company called Massive Dynamic, which is a leading global research company that holds the patents for a number of new and important technologies. Uh, throughout the first half of the first season, Mitchell Loeb, 
a rogue FBI agent, orchestrates some of the events as part of a larger plan to break a man out of prison and kidnap Olivia. Yes. And then, um, <clears throat> is there anything you wanted to add there? That's pretty, pretty succinct. No, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. Um, there are a few other people that uh, come into the uh, foreground and stay a while that haven't really been mentioned, but it's oh uh, yeah, they're like you know mild characters. Mm-hmm. Um, like uh, what is it? Uh, Charlie Francis, Astrid, Astrid Farnsworth, and Philip Broyles. Philip Broyles is their boss. Uh, Astrid Farnsworth is basically kind of like scientific partner um i'd say she kind of she kind of ends up being like walter's lab assistant yes lab assistant's the word i was yeah and then uh charlie francis is olivia's partner in the fbi and um for for the most part it still has its different intro hmm? you know the intro episode still is uh her and oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. The first episode, uh, yeah, her partner is John Scott, who is revealed in that first episode to be a double agent, mm-hmm. uh, and that's kind of what brings the whole team together. Yeah, is is, is he's on. exposed to a chemical agent? Peter Bishop is the only per or Walter Bishop is the only person that is associated with uh, it. With it, that they that they can find, um, but he. Is in an insane asylum. He's been in an insane asylum for I think it was like years. fifteen, yeah, fifteen, twenty years, or fifteen or seventeen years. Um, and the only way to get him out is with uh, family permission. So that's why she has to rope in yep. Peter, get him out. And the first season, especially like the the first half of the season, definitely plays with a lot of. P- Does Peter want to be here? Mm. Uh, and a lot of that, a lot of is the, Walter sane enough to be doing this? Work? Yes, yes, a lot, a lot of that because they they have a very um, tense dynamic starting mm-hmm. off for sure. Like they like yeah. Well, they're, they're estranged, I guess. Would be yeah, me. yeah, yeah. Uh, when we meet Peter, he is uh, running some scam in Iraq. Yeah, and that's uh... yeah. Peter is a very um, resourceful uh, guy, to say the least. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, season one, uh, we learn, uh, I'd say about the first half of it is a lot of dealing with, um, the fallout of, um, John Scott's betrayal, Mm -hmm. eventually learning that he was actually a secret good guy and just the whole, because for the first I want to say, like, at least the good first half of the season, um, John Scott's memories, due to events in the, in the first episode, John Scott's memories are also in Olivia's mind as well. Yeah. And that they have a couple episodes where that helps, and then they finally, I think they, I think it was honestly uh, the actor who plays John Scott got another role. Okay. And so it's like, well, we can't have him. Coming back and forth and back and forth all the time. He's we got to write him out. Yeah. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Interesting. But yeah, that's how that's how it goes. But yes, um, he uh, 
they had their whole memories intertwined, and that was one of those early parts uh, where Olivia kind of starts to trust uh, Walter, in a sense, because that's the whole tank dynamic yep. thing, and her kind of letting him do his thing. Uh, the sensory depriva- deprivation tank sure does play a uh, large role in a lot mm. of episodes. They go to the tank a lot. Yeah, yeah, that becomes a very re- reoccurring thing as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but as the season goes on, uh, we learn that the person that uh, Mitchell Lowe broke out of prison, uh, David Robert Jones. Yeah. Um, it turns out that he has an interest in Olivia uh, because of experiments that were done on her as a child that have left her with uh, abilities that regular people don't have. Yes, and uh, trials which were called the Cortexafam trials. Yeah, which uh, was a... Fam with an M or an N with an N? N. N. Cortexafam. Yeah. Trials. Um, but it is... Because of how TV shows work, it was uh, Walter and his former lab or his former scientific partner William Bell were the ones who actually ran the experiments. Yes. Um. But yeah, David Robert Jones needs her abilities because he, uh, basically, it turns out in the end of the season, uh, he wants to go to an alternate universe because there are alternate universes um that's kind of um that's kind of a thing we learn late in the in the season is that um some of these events may be connected to people from an alternate universe yes um an ongoing uh, a war that most people don't know about and that we are just learning about yes i was gonna say within within the context of this season yeah there's a lot there's a lot that we can at least start to talk about yeah. but yeah it becomes capped kind of at that it exists yes there there it's uh, i don't even think it's until season three that we really get like we get um, much visual yeah we actually see over there yeah yeah I think we may maybe season two you have like a few I'm glimpses, sure, yeah. but yeah, it's not until season three that we actually at least have like a full episode over there. Yes. Um, but it ends with um, yeah, Robert Jones, David Robert Jones, uh, trying to break a hole into another universe, but Peter saves the day. Peter ends up, like, blowing up the machine and uh, cutting him hi- cutting him in half with a portal. Yes. Which is uh, pretty good. A quite popular scene. So, yeah, any um, highlight uh, moments, things like that for you? Um, Season one. Season one. Let me see. I've got a list of some episodes here. Let me see if... Uh pull out one that's really stands out to me um uh the safe is a good one episode 10 uh that's where um oh that's where the mike uh mitchell Loeb's team uses yeah. uh uses that sound device to uh walk through walls 
to uh, rob uh, banks. I always like that one. I always like mm-hmm. the um, the 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 main concept of that episode of the yeah, you can if you vibrate something uh, on small enough level, you can just loop right through it. And that is a first piece too in the um, Dropbox. Uh... Mm-hmm. things just okay. all the things that are scattered in the drop boxes which becomes a ongoing search um but honestly i'd say the uh the the pilot episode uh the first pilot episode. episode was great the first the first few and just the randomness of wondering what these events are really uh was notable of the first season in general just I mean, the first eight or ten case, you know, those first oh, yeah. eight ten cases really. So what is it? So we've got the pilot, which is the the plane with the toxin. Uh, the same old story, which is the uh, baby that oh yeah was... grows super super fast. That episode always stands out to me because the beginning of it, the 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 scene before the credits start, is just. So much screaming. There's so much screaming. I always end up end up watching the episode <laughs> in the middle of the night when I don't want to wake anyone that's right. up. That's right. Uh, what else? We've got episode four, The Arrival, which uh, introduces the Observers, yes. which we haven't even talked about. So this Go. show, on top of being <laughs> like a sci-fi mystery box uh, in the actual show itself, um, it has a few weird little things with it it's got the observers so they they are these men uh or it's a bald man in a suit and sometimes like a hat like a old old style fedora um that will they appear in the background of every episode yes and in season one uh i i actually it's honestly i don't think they fully even explain what they're doing until no, season not for four a while. yeah not for a while um, but yeah, there is an observer in every episode, um, as well as, I don't know if this is in every episode, but there are, <clears throat> um, little hints in some episodes as to, like, what the next episode will be. Um. Oh, yeah, that's right. Those, but unless you really know you're looking for them, that's and, a hard. It's one of those things, it's, one. it's like how, um. Pixar will hide a hide a little element for the next movie they're working on in their current movie. Okay. And it's a thing where it's just like, well, you wouldn't know what you're looking for until right. that next movie comes out. So, right. so if, it, if it got if it made it out before the preview ever did for that next movie, then you're not going to know to look for a dinosaur for a dinosaur movie. The only weird thing uh, like that. the only example I know. I, I know definitively uh, because I heard it on an audio commentary for the show uh, was that in the background there was like a movie marquee for Back to the Future and then the next episode dealt with time travel. Oh, interesting. Okay. So it's like little things like that. Yeah. But that's what I mean. You wouldn't, that's a tough one to know, like. If you're watching it for the very first time, they're like, oh, weird, they have Back to the Future there. I wonder if the next episode will be about time travel. Like, well, it, it's also, it's like, this show a, has... a the, random conclusion to come up to. Before even that, the show already has other things that are, like, kind of can distract you from the actual show that's going on. Because yeah. it's like, well, I want to pay attention to the background, see if there's an observer or not. Yeah. Uh, and then they also have uh, glyphs. 
which are images that uh, sh- that uh, up- right. that appear um, at the commercial breaks. Yes. And what people found out or figured out is that those glyphs are actually a uh, code, a uh, pretty simple one-to-one cipher where one picture equals a letter. A letter yep. Um, yep, yep, yep. But with those glyphs, people found out that there was messages in every episode. Um, and they kind of uh, hint at the overarching story or kind of what is um, what the next episode's going to be about. Um, so I've got a list of the season one uh, um, <clears throat> glyphs. Yeah, ciphered glyphs. So for the pilot... Uh, this one gets to be a little bit longer because the pilot was uh, two hours long. Oh, that's right. Yep. Uh, so for the pilot, it's Observer. Uh-huh. Uh, episode two, the same old story, is Child. Uh, episode three, the Ghost Network, is... Oh, this is the word I looked up before. I looked up the pronunciation and I completely forgot it. Uh, Ager, uh, which I looked that up and that means to be sick. Okay, spell it. A-E-G-E-R. Okay. Uh, and then we've got episode four, uh, The Arrival, and that glyph is Rogue. Episode five is Power Hungry, uh, Surge. Episode six is The Cure, and that's Cells. Uh, episode seven, in which we meet... Oh, wait. No, wait, no, I'm reading this right. Uh, episode seven, in which we meet Mr. Jones, is Codes. Uh, episode eight, the equation is taken. Episode nine, the dreamscape is voice. Episode 10, uh, safe is, uh, trade. Episode 11, bound is saved. Uh, episode 12, the no brainer is bishop. Episode 13, the transformation is avian. Episode 14, ability is Olivia. Episode 15, Inner Child, is Walter. Episode 16, Unleashed, is Peter. Episode 17, Bad Dreams, is Belly. Episode 18, Midnight, is Eight. Episode 19, which is technically a bonus episode, but we don't need to go into that. Uh, Unearthed, is Avenge. Uh, Episode 20, uh, The Road Not Taken, is Vision, and episode 21, There's More Than One of Everything, uh, is Grave. So those are the little secret secret hints. I remember when this show first came out, it was just like, God, what could this mean? What does it mean? What does it all mean? It's very, And it's funny looking back on it now, knowing what it all means, and I'm like, okay, yeah, I guess. It's, it's a, all loose, uh, yeah. It's pretty appropriate. It, it's stuff. it's really vague enough that they give themselves room to work. Yeah. Where it's like, if they don't want to go, they, they didn't make it super duper specific, where it's just like, this character is this, and this character is right, that. Right, it could mean this thing, but it could also eventually lead to anything else. Not anything else, but it's open-ended. Yeah. So, uh, how about you? What was your, uh, what episodes, what episodes do you like in, uh, this season? Oh, um, see, um, wait, so which ones did you actually say you liked? Uh, I liked The Cure, or not, uh, The Safe, oh, yeah, the, the Pilot, the safe, the safe um, and pilot and... 
Uh, Arrival was good, because uh, that's the one, that episode four, that actually introduces us to yeah. the Observers. Um, and I liked, uh, in which we meet Dr. Jones. Obviously, that was a, that was an ad, a real fun episode. Oh, yeah. Um, um, the one, the ones, uh, later on that, uh, I was playing earlier before we were watching, too, was that chunk that I really thought was integral and uh, a good chunk. We um, watched uh, The Ability, yeah. episode 14, uh, Inner Child, episode 15, and Unleashed, episode 16. Yes. Mostly on uh, the first two, but Unleashed was still pretty, uh, a pretty decent one. But yeah, those, those were both uh, worthwhile episodes. You get some good backstory stuff with them. Same with uh, the uh, meeting of the Observer, like when you first uh, have that first Observer episode. Oh, yeah, yeah, episode four, yeah. When they're like, these are the Observers, this, yeah. is, this is their deal, we don't know much about it. Yeah, all of those, <laughs> just the, the growing mystery of everything with those episodes really uh, were what got me initially. So there's a thing... Um... In the first season, I don't know if they do it a lot afterwards, um, but there's a pattern of red and green lights. Oh, yes. That that just comes up frequently, and it's never really addressed. It comes up a lot in the first season, and then I feel like it is kind of forgotten about. It's still there in the background, like it's stuff happening, but you don't see it's not the same outcome that yeah. happens from the beginning parts of it yeah it's it, it that just was a good episode in the first season though sorry to cut you oh the um with the lady that uh abducts the cause that was first season too wasn't it oh uh, yeah yeah that's um the kid the piano kid yeah the equation yeah, yeah. that's the, the episode the equation you know who who is the kidnapper in that hmm. it's jillian jacobs from community oh from britta Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, no, that was a really good episode, too. Mm-hmm. And that one ties in with uh, Safe, because it, it turns out that the code that they're stealing in that is the equation they need yes, to vibrate right. the wall so they can pass through solid material. That's right. Now we're putting things together again. Bits and pieces coming together. Yeah, there were so many notable chunks this season, and then it just doubles with the impact that so much of it comes back later on mm-hmm. and has significance. Like, it, it, knowing, knowing, watching, if you were watching this the first time, knowing that, you know, that with all the seasons existing already, it, you should know definitely to pay attention kind of to what's going on in each of these first episodes. They're oh, not yeah. just random science stuff happening. Uh, well, some of them are, but I for guess, the most part, yeah, like a, a lot of significance running on. Mm-hmm. And that I uh, find, uh, find interesting. And it does a good job, too, of just, uh, you know, second watch through, thir- mm-hmm. or previous, or more watch throughs. Yeah, multiple Catch more uh, things that, uh, you know, get hinted at early on. Just things people say that you find out later mm-hmm. actually mean something. Oh, yeah. 
A fucking good show. Um, I've said this before. I don't know if I've said it on mic, but having rewatched this, I honestly think season one is probably my favorite season. It really it is because especially with it being the type of show it is, this is where the most mystery is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and yes. It doesn't ever get to. You're not at that point yet where it feels like you're just chasing the next bad guy kind of a thing. Which I could see at some points this series may give you that uh, feeling to an extent. I've got but I've got some it, feelings. It all still it all still circulates to the same cause. So mm-hmm. if you're willing to stick through it, I think it's a worthwhile. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, it's a good one. to every yeah, like it's. It doesn't end disappointingly. From what I remember. Right. No, I would say it doesn't. It doesn't at all. It, it has its ups and downs throughout, but but overall it tells a good story throughout and it's uh starts off with that real strong that first season mm-hmm. and gets it through the door. It's yeah, it's such a fucking good first season. It's a thing where when we're uh, ugh, rewatching it for this, it was just like, holy shit. Some of these episodes are just burned into my memory. I fucking have, must have watched these thing, watched these episodes, the season one, so many times. There's so many little things to just like, you know, uh, Walter's general humor. You remember that, but then you start watching and it's like, you, you end just hearing all the 40 different names for Astrid. That's. That is a thing we haven't even his mentioned. Food crazes. Yeah, yeah no, there's just there's so much to him that you just kind of start to get the surface at, and it never really gets old. It's, even it, by the end of it, I still want to know. You know, I want to know what what milkshake at the moment Walter's craving. Obviously, yeah, what he's obsessed probably with. Only one, but yeah, he's got whatever random obsession, and that is always. Still, they do they do such a good job of keeping those uh, bits apparent. Okay, for the most part. Uh, yeah, it's a it's a thing where in this whole discussion we forgot to mention the show's also kind of funny at some points. Yeah, it's got it's got it's comedy. It's got jokes, man. Um, any final thoughts on season one before we, before we head out of here? Ooh, um, if you haven't checked it out, um, I definitely would say give it, I give it a recommend. Um, it is running on, uh, what, anything other than HBO Max? Um, HBO Max, and then the other thing I saw it on before it was on there was, like, Amazon through IMDB TV or some weird thing. there may be some other ways too, but. Yeah. Big thing right now, the 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 big one is uh, HBO Max. That's where it's one place. That's somewhere at least uh, we know of. Yep. Yeah. Otherwise, um, season one, good good place to start. Obviously, <laughs> I'd actually say you should start season three. You should and... really memento the series if you're a true. Fan. No, um, but it's no, it's a really good first season, and it's a good. I was gonna say it's a good starting point for somebody. I would say trying to get their feet wet into sci-fi, even in general. Mm-hmm. Like it, it goes someplace actually scientific-ish, and they're like uh, they, they'll it's do. My, th- it's beyond reality, but they still talk science. They'll do things know. where it's like 
at first they might think it's like, oh, this seems really similar to a werewolf. We're not and using the Chlorians, but the, but but then they'll be like, well, actually, it's 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 like this, and closer to this real scientific thing yeah. that that it just kind of seems like it's a werewolf. Yeah. And oh, it's they, a genetic hybrid of these four animals. It's... They did that a lot. Yeah. And I think a thing. I'm just going to mention it now because I, I I don't know if I'll remember it. They also had some of the, at least to me, funniest car tie-ins. Oh, God, yeah. Where it is just a thing, where it's just a fucking ad for, for a feature of a and car. And it was very much a thing at that time, too. Yes, where... a, a really big in that time for like, oh, this car has a backup camera. Look at that. That's amazing. Or, or just like, I can make a hands-free phone call. <laughs> I can. It's all this yeah, stuff a lot now. Of, a lot of ads for there was cell phones. I feel like at one point too. Didn't they have? Uh, uh, they, they, there was a thing for Sprint them. for like yeah. that okay. uh, that that tap and pay, and it was a it was um, yeah it, it was Walter made something about it, and then uh, Peter's just like, well, actually, no, this is just how you do you, you, you pay for a coffee now. You can just tap your cell phone up to it. Yeah, and it was just like cool. This was. Um, this was 30 seconds that you guys took out of your show to, 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 really, do, address to, to, to really address fucking Google Pay or whatever. It exists in this uh, universe. Yeah, yeah. Uh, All blunders aside, it's still it's I still argue that's not a blunder. The, that, that is just that is the the cause of doing a higher budget television show where you need to get a little bit extra, a little bit more money in there to pay for your effects if that's and stuff. Really, what we're picking at? Then I think uh, you got a decent show on your. Hands. Oh, it's not. It's not even a negative thing. It's just a funny thing where it's just like, oh, cool. We're gonna take this twenty seconds to do a little, just a little, little, little commercial. A little bit. For a car that you can't even buy anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that stood the test of time. Mm-hmm. Well, I need to come up with a clever sign-off. See you on the other side. <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, that's it for, uh, what's this? Sh- what's it called? The Observer's Log. The Observer's Log. We will see you on the other side. P- pizza. Beats. But with like a lot of peppers and stuff. Beats. Beats. Peters. Swamp Things I Hate About You is now available on Apple Podcasts. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe. And remember, only dumb kids dream.